Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The holiday season is off and rolling with NFL in full stride and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. Bet Online is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up to the minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, Bet Online is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. Bet Online has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that's played. From MMA to international soccer, head to Bet Online today and remember to use our promo code Believe for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Believe Me, right here on Stadium TV. Cam Rogers coming at you. Clay Harbor alongside, as well as Brandon Lang. Yes, that's him with the shades on, looking cool as a cucumber, folks. The sun does not set on Brandon Lang. And here we go into the home stretch of the football season, guys. College football is wrapping up. We got the bowl games, of course, but... The big-time playoff push in the National Football League as well. Brandon, looking good, my friend. Well, I got a uh, audition in two hours here in Las Vegas. They're filming a movie, and they're looking for, like, agents, like CIA agents. And um, slick back look, sunglasses. I'm already shredded. So, I mean, I have that look of a – I should get the part. I'm not going to tell you what movie it is. It's a, it's a chain, though. It's a blockbuster. Buddy Mine's a producer on it and says, dude – You'd be perfect for a CIA agent. So we slicked it back, got the shades on. I would take a little selfie and put a little suit on. He's like, bro, that's awesome. So, I, you know, I'll do the I'll do the show like this this week. Clay, Brandon looks like he's going 7-0 and this week. What say you? He's got the look. He's got the look, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure, you know, he, he has the wherewithal to go 7-0. <laughs> but I know someone who does, and his name is the Claymaker. Uh, Clay Harbor, another profitable week last week for me, four and three, just keep stacking the good days, consistency, consistency. Then you have a breakout week and that's where you separate yourself. So I'm going to keep studying, keep doing what I need to do and stay profitable, my friends, and take my tips. Well, let's do it, guys. Big weekend in college football. It's rivalry weekend and we will start with... Big noon Saturday on Fox, Brandon. Ohio State battling Michigan. Michigan laying three and a half. They are the favorites in this game for the first time in a half decade. Ohio State seven and four against the number. This one in the big house in Ann Arbor. So, Lang, what's the play on this one? So, since Jim Harbaugh was forced to step aside, offensively, they were god-awful against Penn State. They only threw the ball seven times for the entire game. Yes, they did cover, but man, was it ugly. Mm-hmm. Last week, rolling into Maryland, laying 19 and a half, and the Terrapins just hung all day long. Easy cover. Now they're coming back home without Harbaugh, who got the big win over them last, last year, and then, of course, wet the bet against TCU in the Final Four. I don't trust this coach. 
I don't trust Michigan in this spot. You look at Ohio State their last three weeks. They are pummeling people. Their defense has finally caught up to their offense. Marvin Harrison Jr. will not be stopped. You're getting three and a half. The team that has the better defense, the team's played the tougher schedule, and the team that is peaking right now. And to me, that team is Ohio State. If Harbor on the sideline, maybe I take a deep breath, see so by the half point, lay three. But in this case, I think Ohio State's the better team. I think Ohio State gets the win, and Ohio State rolls in the Big Ten Championship where they'll absolutely destroy Iowa, and Ohio State punches their ticket to the Final Four. Give me the Buckeyes plus three and a half. All right, Buckeyes for Brandon Clay. Interesting. Ohio State hasn't been an underdog in 43 games. Talk about bulletin board material. Yeah, but I think Brandon's right. These shades might be doing something good for Brandon because he's he's right on on this one, man. I, I think, you know, with Harbaugh out, with the way they've played the last couple of weeks, I don't think I take Michigan here. Ohio State coming in here has been playing well. Michigan hasn't. I mean, it's as much as I know Michigan has won the last two matchups in this series, but this season without Harbaugh, with all the, the crazy things surrounding the Michigan program, I think it's too much. And after watching that Maryland game, which was not pretty, and even the Penn State game was not pretty, I am taking Ohio State here plus the three and a half. We are on the Buckeyes in that one. By the way, both of these teams one and two in scoring defense in the nation. So very impressive there. All right, let's talk about the Iron Bowl, Brandon. Alabama holding a 49-37 to 37 advantage all time. But four of Saban's five losses to Auburn have been at Jordan-Hare. That's the case here this week, Brandon. Oh, the uh, spread, by the way, 14 and a half for mm. Auburn at home. They're getting that many points. Did y'all pay attention last week? Slightly. Did you all see? Did you all see one of the biggest underdogs in college football this year? One of the six point favorites. Beat beat the spread outright by the largest margin of an underdog in the last 25 years. New Mexico State was plus 26. 46 points. Didn't just go in there, mm. but they dominated them and they buried them and they dominated the whole game. <laughs> you know it's a rivalry, but I can't I can't get past that. I can't get past you just lost to New Mexico State. Bama is peaking right now, and they're leaving no prisoners. I'm not a road shot guy, but I can't get my mind around losing outright to Mexico State in the manner in which they did, and they're gonna fix whatever problems they have in seven days and get ready for Alabama. I just don't see it. If they do it, great. Congratulations. Tip my cap, move on my way. But for my dollar, I there's something wrong with Auburn. Here comes Hugh Freeze. Gets hired. It's 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 definitely going bad quick. I'll lay it with Bama before I try to win with Auburn. The only argument against that, Clay, would be, hey, Auburn was looking ahead and they're getting ready for Alabama and to give them a game, but who knows? I think these are Brandon's lucky sunglasses, man, because he's he's actually talking some sense right now, and, <laughs> and I'm agreeing with him. Uh, Auburn for what what happened with them with New Mexico State? Who New Mexico State is going to beat you 31 to 10, and you're going to come in and think you're going to hang with Alabama, one of the top? I think they're a top five team in the country. It's not going to happen. I know it's a rivalry game, and there's crazy things that happen in these rivalry games, but Bama basically had a bye week last week. They played against Chattanooga. Hmm. They rested. Their, their starters didn't even play at all the second half. 
This team is ready to go, and I know, obviously, they might be looking forward to next week, Georgia SEC Championship game. They've already clinched the SEC West. They're going to play in that game regardless, but Nick Saban will not let them have a letdown. He will keep them focused. It's a rivalry game. I think Alabama blows them out, so I'm taking Alabama minus the 14 and a half. All right, minus 14 and a half for the Crimson Tide here this week. All right, let's talk about Florida State versus Florida. Very key thing to mention here. Florida State does not have its starting quarterback. Florida does not have its starting quarterback. So something has to give here, Brandon. The Gators are catching six and a half as home dogs in this one. They showed something last week. They showed something big time going into, going into Missouri. Missouri blew out Tennessee the week before, went into Georgia, stood toe-to-toe with Georgia. Florida had them beat, had Missouri beat, had the lead, couldn't get that stop as Missouri went down, kicked the last second field goal, and now they're back home. Billy Napier, always been a good home dog, but without Travis, I have to believe the value is with the home dog here. I just do. Florida State's already punched their ticket to the ACC championship game. Yes, they're in line to go to the Final Four if they win here. They win in the SEC championship game. There's going to be a hard argument not to put them in the final four. Just is against a one loss Oregon team who I know for a fact will beat Washington in the Pac-12 championship game. But first things first, I can't pass up the home dog here, especially with a backup quarterback starting for the first time this year in Florida State. Yeah, Clay, if Florida State wins this football game, I feel like it has to be by three, two, something like that. Uh, I don't know. I think that this Florida State team is better than just their quarterback. And I know Tate Roadmaker isn't a guy that comes to mind, but he's a junior. He's familiar with the system. This season, he's got five touchdowns, zero interceptions in the time he's played. Obviously, haven't been in big spots, playing against some lesser competition, any games, whatnot. But I think Tate Roadmaker, 6'4", 200 pounds. He's a junior. He's been in this system. I think he keeps the ball rolling. He can do nothing crazy. He can do nothing special, but he is going to win this game, and I think he wins it by more than a touchdown, and that's why I don't think it's going to be as much of a drop-off as everybody else does. I know it's a rivalry game. I know Florida's playing. They're five and six. They're playing for their bowl eligibility. They want to get to that bowl. That's important to them, but I'm taking the Seminoles here to get the W. This is Florida's Super Bowl. It isn't for Florida State. I'm with the Gators and the points and Brandon Lang on that one. I think they do keep it within that six-point margin. All right, let's talk about the NFL, Clay. And this is an interesting one. Jaguars traveling to Houston to battle the Texans who are getting one point at home. Jags coming off. A very impressive victory over the Titans. C.J. Stroud, by the way, Clay, has been fantastic. So this could be an interesting game. What do you think? Oh, it's going to be a great game. And, and C.J. Stroud has silenced all critics. I know Brandon was one of those guys. You know, his cognition score wasn't good enough. I don't care. what. He, no, this guy is a player. He's, he's going to be a great quarterback. He already is a great quarterback. Very impressed with C.J. Stroud. His receiving core, Nico Collins, Tank Dell, have been very impressive. Damian Pierce impressive as well. The defense has, has stepped up and played well as well. But I think the play here is the Jaguars coming off of a big win. They got embarrassed when, when the Texans came to Jacksonville and played them, and there was some free stuff that happened. You had a 280-pound man returning a kickoff for a touchdown, interception for a touchdown. Trevor Lawrence, the Jaguars know that the Houston Texans are for real. They embarrassed him last week. Calvin Ridley exploded on the scene last week, had a big game. He always plays well when Zay Jones is healthy. 
Zay Jones just came back. I'm taking the Jaguars here to cover. Yeah, Brandon, good point by Clay about that first meeting between these two teams. Jaguars got embarrassed. I feel like this is a get-right spot for them. What say you? You're starting to see some chinks in the armor with Stroud with the interceptions. Um, yeah. Defensive story, the coordinator starting to catch up a little bit. He's kind of getting a little cocky for some things. He says, you know, Steph Curry keeps shooting. I'm, I'm going to keep firing. Um, it's a little cocky to me. I always live by the theory, if you can go into their place and beat them by double digits, you should be able to come back to your place and beat them by single digits. Houston's beat them. I think they beat them like 18 to the last 20 straight up. Some insane number mm -hmm. of how they've dominated this team. With that being said, I just think Trout's a little too big for his britches. And, and, and I, as much as I think it's a trap, I mean, Houston just didn't beat them. Houston dominated them in every single facet. So you would think same players, same personnel, same coaches. Houston's playing unbelievable. They're on a winning streak. They're playing with confidence. They're coming back. They're winning games. You would think Houston at home's the play. I don't like the way they struggled last week. I just don't. And I don't like the way Stroud looked last week. So my lean, not a game I love, but I have to feel the Jaguars go in here and get it done. Laying only one, so basically a pick em in this one. I'm with you guys. The Jaguars would be the play here, and the Texans were a little bit lucky to win that football game a week ago against the Cardinals, so something to keep in mind there. All right, let's talk about the battle for potentially the NFC South. If the Falcons beat the Saints, by the way, this game a pick em clay, so really just pick the team you like. The Falcons would be in first place with a 5-6 and six record. What's the play here? I think with uh, Carr coming back from the concussion, I got to go with the Saints here. And it's a tough one. Obviously, nobody knows what's going on in the NFC South. And obviously, the Falcons do have some talent on that team with the running back, the receivers, and the tight end, everybody they got going on there. But Devin Ritter's back. He was benched, and now he's back. And I just don't think he can beat Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback. I'm not saying he's great. He's a better quarterback, and I think it all starts there. I think Ritter just can't win the, the big game, and this is a big game for them in the NFC South. So I'm taking Derek Carr to come away here in this pick -em. So I'm taking the Saints. Both of these teams have two wins against the number this season, Brandon. So not great. No. Where's Marcus Mariota now? Yeah, You know, you watch the QB Netflix doc. He got a pretty raw deal, no matter what you say. He did. And Arthur Smith, what he was thinking, going with Ritter, felt pretty confident about it. That And, and they listen, they came out of the box. I think they won their first game of the year. Ritter played well. Woo-hoo! Well, that backfired. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're in trouble here uh, at the quarterback spot. And, and I made a great point. Sometimes in this league, you look at a near pick'em game, and you say, who's got the better quarterback? In an ear pick -em game, who's got the better quarterback? And most of the time, that better quarterback is going to make the plays to win. I'm not a big Carr fan, but you line up Carr against Ritter, I got to believe Carr's the better play here. I agree with Clay. I believe the, the Saints are the right side. All right. Saints, it is in that battle in the NFC South. Sunday night football. Ravens. Chargers, scary spot for my Ravens here. Chargers catching four at home, Clay. Brandon Staley, I can't wait for Brandon to talk about him. He says he's still calling the defensive plays, and he said it very angrily against a reporter 
after the previous game for the Chargers. So, Clay, what is the play here? This is a tough one. To me, I think it's obvious you go with the Ravens at first look. You know, coming back, you see the Chargers lost a tough one to the Packers who aren't very good. It seems like Herbert doesn't have anybody who can catch a football. You got balls bouncing off a guy's chest, hitting guys in the face mask. You go, okay, this is an easy game for the Ravens. I think it's a little bit closer than it looks. One reason, Mark Andrews is one of is one of his favorite targets. I mean, when it, when it comes down to who Lamar Jackson wants to throw the ball to, Mark Andrews, you look back for the last couple of years, obviously now he's got OBJ and Zay Flowers, but Mark Andrews is gone. That's tough, but still, still, it's close now. I still like the Ravens minus the four just because I'm I'm not going to trust the Chargers. They got a great quarterback. I, I love what Herbert's able to do. Can't do everything himself. His receivers aren't catching the football. I'm just not convinced that Brandon Staley is going to call a game, even though it's at home, that can beat a team as good as the Raiders or even stay within the four. So I'm taking the Ravens minus the four. Context matters, Brandon. The Chargers allowed 397 total yards to Jordan Love, and Brandon Staley is not giving up the play calling. Someone needs to fly to L.A. and test <laughs> the Charger owner for, for drugs. And then I want to know what drug he's on. And then I want to get my hands on that drug and just spend a month just doing that drug on some island in the Bahamas and just say delusional and just love yeah, life. Great drug. And just love life. Because this guy, whatever he sees, or or Brandon Staley has pictures of him with a tranny in a five-star hotel like the Ritz Carlton and basically blackmail saying I'm the coach. Because nothing this man's done in the last two years warrants him still having a job. Mm-hmm. nothing but going forward against the Niners from his own nine yard line, fourth and six. I just, just, it's comical that he still has a job. And then last week for everything to go down against green Bay, you can't, you can't trust this team or this coach. You can't, you lose with the Ravens or you win with the Ravens, but you don't try to win with the chargers and a head coach who I feel after they lose this game, the hammer has got to come down, and he's yeah. got to be fired. I just feel like he's living on borrowed time. I can't believe that Frank Reich is getting rumored to be one and done, and we're not even talking about Brandon Staley getting fired right now, Clay. Quickly on the Ravens, Clay. Very impressive last week. Are they the favorites in the AFC for you? I know that Brandon's going to kill me for this one, but I still think it's the Chiefs, right? Oh, wow. I, know the Chiefs, I know the Chiefs lost. To our Eagles, but if you look at the way that game was lost, Travis Kelsey fumble, Marquez Valdez Scantling drop, interception in the end zone, and they still barely lost the game. And it's not like the Eagles are some slack team that are losing to. The Eagles are nine and one. They're the best team in the NFL. The Chargers are. Excuse me. The Chiefs are still right there. The Chiefs still have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, the coach that was smart enough to draft me in the NFL. I still like the Chiefs. Three straight games where they haven't scored in the second half. That's bad. Coaching, you can call it what you want. Here's where I think the problem is. The problem is Matt Nagy, the offensive coordinator. That's the problem. I'm not a Matt Nagy fan. I thought it was a, a, a joke in Chicago. And now he's an offensive coordinator. It's no accident that their offense is regressing with Nagy as their offensive coordinator. They miss Eric Bieniemy big time, big time. And I don't think it's going to get any better 
as long as Nagy's calling the plays. Let's put it this way. It would not be surprising if Baltimore and Kansas City battle in the AFC championship game. So stay tuned on that. All right, guys. Interesting matchup here, Clay. Bills, Eagles in Philadelphia. The Eagles are laying three and a half. And this one coming off a big time win against those Chiefs. So, Clay, I feel like a step back spot is coming for Philadelphia. And the Bills finally found their swagger a week ago. Yeah, I think this game is is one of those tough ones that I think you know, people are Eagles are nine and one. The thing about the Eagles is being nine and one, they're the only team since 2006 that hasn't won a game by over 14 points. So all their games are close. I think the Eagles pull this off, but I think it's a one or two or maybe even three point game. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be a field goal game. So that's why I'm taking the Eagles. No, excuse me, I'm taking the Bills plus the three and a half, minus three and a half, I'm sorry, plus plus three and a half, I'm sorry, again, I'm taking the Bills here just because I think it's going to be a close game. Josh Allen came back strong last week. He had a good game, three touchdowns. He, he showed that, you know, hey, I, I have had some interceptions. I have not been playing up to my ability, but he came back, got a big win, and they need these games. This team, they to make the playoffs, They the, the Bills need to win. I think yep. Josh Allen's a competitor. I'm taking the taking the Bills here with with the points. Yeah, Brandon, that hook is really tempting. Plus three and a half for Buffalo. Here's how bad the Chiefs' offense is right now. A couple of weeks ago, a rookie quarterback by the name of Sam Howell threw for 395 yards and four touchdowns on that Philadelphia secondary in a game they lost 38-31. The Commanders who just lost to the New York Giants at home as a nine-point favorite, put up 31 on Philly's secondary. A rookie quarterback threw for almost 400 yards. Mahomes threw for 177. Let's just let that sink in for a minute. Now, here comes Josh Allen and Buffalo getting three and a half. I just don't like Buffalo plus three and a half. I will tell you this right now. Buffalo will go into Philadelphia. They will beat the Eagles outright. Josh Allen is going to have a day. Diggs is going to have a day. Kincaid's going to have a day. That offense of Buffalo is going to have a effing day on Philadelphia in the ultimate flat spot you could ask for off the Monday night win, Super Bowl rematch. And now they're laying three and a half to a Buffalo team, as Clay said, absolutely has to have this game. And from an X's and O's standpoint, Buffalo's offense matches up really, really well with attacking that Philadelphia secondary. Yeah, I mean, Clay, Josh Allen, big-time upgrade from Sam Howell, and they play similarly, so makes some sense, does it not? I think so. I think it's, I mean, it's a good play. I think the Eagles just know how to win the close games. You look at their schedule, you look what they've done all year, they're going to win the close games, but I think this one is a one-to-two-point game, so that's why I'm rolling with the Bills. All right, let's do a quick pick here because we have just under two minutes. Let's talk about the Panthers and the Titans. Quick analysis on this one here, Clay. Titans laying three and a half at home. They just got embarrassed. What's the move here? I think I'm rolled the Titans here. They just got embarrassed by the Jaguars. Will Levis did not look good, but they're, I mean, they're playing against Panthers. Uh, this team just, just is bad. And watching another week losing to Tyson Bajan, the Bears, 
Bryce Young is not looking good. He's not getting protected. He has nobody to throw the ball to. So I'm going to roll with the Titans on this one. Titans minus three and a half, Brandon? When you have two bad teams playing each other, just like the underdog. Yeah. Both these teams are garbage. Two quarterbacks, two rookie quarterbacks going at it. I wouldn't trust Levis laying three and a half against anybody. I just wouldn't. That's field goal game written all over it. Three and a half value number of the Panthers. Give me the Panthers plus three and a half. Only one win for the Panthers against the number. You would think there would be some correction there at some point. So I think this is the correction. Yep, absolutely. All right, guys, it's been another great edition of Believe Me right here on Stadium TV on this Thanksgiving weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. For Brandon Lang and Clay Harbor, I am Cam Rogers. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.